Hi, Wildlings. This is Esther. And perhaps you've noticed that this week's episode's a little bit shorter than normal. We had technical difficulties with the last third of our episode, so our review of Lucky Potion Oracle by Optics Market will be moved to next week's episode. And we're just going to release the questions for this week because the questions are just really great. And we just wanted to give you something to get through Thanksgiving weekend for those who live in the United States. And for everyone else, we didn't want you to miss out just because of technical snafu. So we hope that you have an amazing weekend, and we hope that you enjoy this shorter edition of Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. I hear that you've been getting a lot of really fun things in the mail, and it's not even stuff just for me. I know. It's actually taken a little bit longer than I had anticipated for it to get here, but I am so excited. Oh, really? Because, okay, so do you remember when Conjure Goddess had her, like, 50% off of everything in her store sale? Yeah, totally. I got two different candles. So you got two different candles. I got two candles, and then, like, a week later, I was like, I kind of need one more candle and some oil. So I got... So I got like two packages within a span of like two weeks from her. And I'm just so thrilled because now I feel like I have actual like altar space. Oh, yay. Because like I can do like my own sort of candle stuff, but it's just so nice to have like the actual um, zone. Yes. It's these the candles that like are seven day candles. So like I can't I can leave them burning for a little while without worrying yeah. about them. Because that's why I always like worry about is if I leave the room, I'm like. I'm not kind of keeping an eye on these candles here. So, yes. I mean, all candle makers still are like, do not leave this unattended. Oh, but yes, I have yes. a seven-day candle lit constantly in my kitchen. Yeah. I just let one burn itself out because we're about to leave for Thanksgiving for a couple Aww, of days. Oh, I'm glad it was so. able to burn out before, so you didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what yeah. else did you get? So uh, so I got most of that. So I was able to set up a like self-love altar in my bedroom. Uh-huh. Like, And it was like... I'll be able to show it on Patreon this week because I'm going to do like my witchy tour because you did your oh, witchy yeah. tour last week, right? Yeah. Yes. This makes it sound like this was planned banter where this we're like, oh, we can plug the all. Patreon. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I was just like, <laughs> tell me about your stuff. Yeah. But yes, the Patreon has been getting some altar walkthroughs. Yes. And so it's my turn this week and I was just so happy that I was like, yes, the candles came right in time for me to do my walkthrough. Thank you, universe, for giving me my stuff. I had run out of the candles because I, like I said, constantly have them burning. I asked Nathan to pick some up for the store from the store and it was interesting because he grabbed two white candles and two red candles. Oh. And I was like, huh. Why did you he's, choose these two red uh, yeah, candles? Yeah, exactly. What, what's with the two red candles? But he was like, oh, I don't know. They were right there. I was like, okay, well. <laughs> I'm going to go with your intuition and say that we could use this for some, like, love stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because the one that was from Conjure Goddess is, like, a pink, and it smells just like watermelon. Ooh. And it has, like, herbs on top. And I also have, like, a clapback one because I was having some, like, really big issues earlier. And so I was like, oh, I kind of need a clapback candle. Like, protection. (laughs) Like, get away from me, you idiots. Um, But that also has, like, snake skin on top, which, of course, is, like, my total aesthetic. Yeah, and totally. so I'm just like so like, excited. Give me some to snakes. Use them. Yes, give me snake stuff. So, <laughs> and I also have like a like crystals on their way, and I'm just like 
get them through customs. They've been traveling to me for like a month now. I wish that you also had the next couple of days off because that would be so nice for you to have some devoted time for doing that sort of thing. Yeah. But alas, our Thanksgiving was in September and yours is in (laughs) November. Ours is in when this episode is airing, I will be sitting in my parents' backyard, Mm -hmm. likely crying. Oh, yeah. That's okay. (laughs) Because my parents had to put down their dog yesterday. And so I will be pouring one out for dear, dear Otis, my favorite Mm -hmm. dog on the planet. No offense, Mac. She doesn't care. She (laughs) She didn't even look up. Um, And like cooking with my mom and my sister and my brother and my dad and one of my cousins. It's going to be super fun and sad and bittersweet. But I think that that's one of the things about family, right? Who knows? Yes. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it no matter what. Now, what is your designated (laughs) Thanksgiving food? Like usually every person in the family has like a designated food that they make. What is yours? Uh, I tend to put myself on stuffing duty because I love stuffing. Although I do have to say like controversially, I hate putting stuffing in a bird. So I guess it's just dressing. (laughs) Uh, but I, I have very strong opinions about dressing because there's nothing I love more than soggy, crispy bread. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's like my, that and mashed potatoes are like the only thing that I would really love for Thanksgiving. See, I don't care about mashed potatoes. Really? weird? Yes. Do you, okay, I know that I've brought this up on the podcast before. I'm okay. like 95% sure. But okay. you need to watch the Bon Appetit Best Thanksgiving Ever series today. Today. I, this, I am pretty sure you did not bring that up because this is the first time it's entering my earballs. Okay, well, I think that maybe I brought up Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. I but... think you brought up Tasty's YouTube channel like two weeks ago, last week. No, oh ago. yeah, but only in the context of not liking them as much as Bon Appetit. Yes, okay. But they did a really fun series of like the best Thanksgiving ever where they have all their test kitchen cooks like test different methods and then they all go to one of their oh. parents' houses on like Cape Cod and make this big Thanksgiving together and oh. it's really cute. It's super well, fun. Well, our friend of the pod, Kelly, on Twitter and her Instagram has been, like, posting Anthony Bourdain recipes that she's used for years. Oh, And cool. I screenshotted oh, – screenshotted? Is that the the past tense Screen- of screenshot? Shooted? Screenshot. Yeah, no, screenshot. Shot. Okay. Screenshot is the past tense of screenshot. Okay, I believe you because – it's late. Because we say take a screenshot rather than screen shoot, so it's already in the past. It's already take is already in the past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> English Aren't I a good teacher? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I did a screenshot of all of them. And not because I'm going to make Thanksgiving at any point, but just in case the time arises where like the time has come for me to do Thanksgiving, I'm gonna do it right. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Well, last year we were in Scotland for Thanksgiving and oh, my parents right. were staying at our house and they went to Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house and then came home and made an entire Thanksgiving dinner so that we would have leftovers when we got Aww, back from Scotland. Isn't that so sweet? sweet. <laughs> but I feel like Thanksgiving could be like an all around me- year meal. Like, I don't know why people just designate turkey and mashed potatoes to one time a year. It's bananas to me because it's delicious. Well, but not everyone does. That's like super American to only have okay. mashed potatoes or whatever. But like, I feel like that's the whole point of a Sunday roast. I mean, I know it's not turkey. Here, one turkey is literally like a hundred bucks. And it's not a big turkey because I looked into buying a turkey because someone wanted me to kind of like Do theoretically, pers- you know, maybe make a turkey dinner. Yeah. And I was like, um, this turkey is like a hundred bucks that in shipping. And I'm like, and it's not a big turkey. So why don't we just do like little chickens and I'll cook it the same way. It's fine. No one will know. Uh, well, that's the funny thing about the Bon Appetit videos is that turkey episode. What they end up doing is like 
cutting the turkey up and then bake or and then roasting it so uh-huh. that there's more like even cooking. Anyway, uh-huh. this is like for a totally different this podcast. Is, this is the this is the Taurus and Leo <laughs> podcast where we talk about yeah, food that we, we love so much. We love. It's like your cancer and my Taurus just being like, and then and I'm this gonna is, eat this. I, this is my comfort food <clears throat> and this is how I make myself feel good during Thanksgiving. Exactly. <laughs> for Christmas, my dad always makes Yorkshire pudding and every <gasps> single year he like makes the Yorkshire pudding be the entire issue. Like everything else becomes secondary because he wants to make sure that his Yorkshire pudding is getting the right amount of lift. It's insane. That's amazing. Please take videos and post them to Instagram when that happens of him, like hovering over the oven, just gazing in. And then another picture of him, like peeking the door open and not breathing just because he doesn't want it to like sink in. He doesn't want it to deflate. Yes. I love it. Oh my gosh, he's bonkers. But yeah, <laughs> it'll be. But actually, I just realized that they gave me their Yorkshire pudding tins when they moved. Oh, so maybe I'll have to ask them if they want me to bring those. That's true. But that's for Christmas. Thanksgiving. We need to get through Thanksgiving first. Yes, definitely. Okay. Are you ready for Car of the Day, Holly? Yeah, let's it's your do turn. It. It's not my oh, turn. <laughs> shit. Dang it. <laughs> I totally forgot. What deck are you using this week? I am using Modern Witch again. Again, this is three weeks in a row, Holly. I think this is a record for most deck used on the podcast. Well, it's row. the closest one to my laptop. Okay. And I do really like it. Yeah. So the reasons are twofold. One is laziness. The second one is truly liking the deck. Yeah. I'm setting such a specific intention because I'm so sad about yeah. Otis. I don't want to ask about today. I just yeah, want to yeah. know about the recording specifically. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy. Recording specifically. Queen of Swords. Ooh, I like the Queen of Swords. Oh, and the sun was backwards right next to it. So oh. cool. I think we, that's a good sign in my opinion. I know. I think you're doing great today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, so yeah, the Queen of Swords and the Sun. You're just like my little light in the darkness, girlfriend. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to transition to our question before I start a sing-along. Yeah, let's please go to the question. We can't <laughs> sing. It's too early for that. Okay, okay. Our first question of the episode is from Deanna B. And they ask, I've over the last year been drawn to tarot and exploring a more naturalist spirituality after being raised in a very religious Christian belief system, but having claircognizant abilities that I kept secret until recently. Claircognizant is when you can, you like understand what people are thinking. Thank you. (laughs) Because I clairvoyant, clairaudience, I remember. Clairvoyant is seeing seeing clear audience is hearing hearing things okay. Claire cognizant is knowing things i guess i think there's another claire i remember from an ethany class there's like four claires tasting smelling no <laughs> claire moving smelling. on that, maybe that sometimes i feel i like get I smells that where i'm like uh does anyone smell anything no i get smells <laughs> like from ancestors anyway moving on i've always been drawn to mysticism and seemingly abstract beliefs studying as much as i could get away with along the way So I'm not new to things by any means, but I'm feeling a little stuck lately. I'm struggling to get past my previous instilled belief system and find myself doubting things in my own abilities subconsciously when I feel like I'm starting to make progress. My question is, what can y'all suggest will help me get over this hump? Love it. This is a fun question because it's one of those ones where we have personal opinions and also can pull cards. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so 
much, Deanna. Yeah. So do we want to start by talking about how you sort of like worked through some of your long held beliefs when you started on this sort of tarot, tarot. naturalistic religion journey? Yeah. I can't say that there has been like a lightning bulb moment where it's like, oh, this is like, this is the belief. It's kind of like where you're just sort of naturally going on your path and you realize like, oh, this is a belief that I had about myself, my belief system. And then I was a psychology minor in college. So I was like, okay, this is the script I was fed. Yeah. I need a script to replace it. Well, and I think that that's like kind of a big component is there's like twofold, both recognizing ways in which the things that you think are like inherent truths were actually something that somebody told you when you were a child. And also recognizing the ways in which sort of like more mainstream religious, especially like conservative American Christianity has co-opted sort of messages of personal growth or whatever, or even like pagan holidays Yes, for their own and seeing that there are ways that you can still participate in the stuff that maybe felt you made you feel connected to your community or whatever, because a lot of it comes from more of like a pagan background. Mm -hmm. And then also sort of thinking like one of the things that I always think is interesting when people pick up tarot is a lot of people have a moment where some, some message they get is like way too real. And they're like, this is scary. I'm in over my head or whatever. Or even in like tarot Facebook groups where people say like, somebody told me that I was going to hell for this and being like, why does hell worry me as somebody who's not, part of that religion yeah like why would i let hell as a threat be something that freaks me out like fine okay i don't believe in hell like who cares yeah sure i'll go to hell what the hell does that even mean yeah (laughs) and i have been like studying recently and a good formula that i've come across with like re kind of hashing out my scripts that i have about like everything because when you come from like a christian culty sort of conservative background like almost everything you doubt. Like yeah. I've shared a couple times on the podcast and on Patreon, like how many times I've kind of felt lied to by my family yeah. religiously and also like actual like blood relationally and like things that we were told historically about our family. Yeah. And so um, it's kind of good to name the limiting belief that you have. So like it would be like, oh, I'm scared of hell. Like just yeah. name it. Just write it out. And then you give one piece of evidence that contra- like that contradicts it. Like, okay, well, hell's not real. Yeah. And then you do like an affirmation saying, you know, hell's not real. I can have faith in what my path that I'm on. Things yeah. like that to kind of yeah. like a, you're you're not you're like naming what is scary. That's a really good strategy. And then you're naming like what contradicts that. And then you're saying an affirmation that comes behind it. So you can kind of grab onto that affirmation and kind of repeat that to yourself when those scary moments come. And yeah. I'm using like hell as an example because like that's, that's such an, a, like a really, that's one yeah. that is like a really, Common it's a one. big one that when you come out of this, you know, religion, it's like hell is here. Hell is because you're taught from a childhood. Like, I mean, I ha- remember distinctly having panic attacks when I was seven years old about the rapture. And like uh, being terrified of so God coming. abusive to like, yeah. well, this is like part of my whole separate rant because I was raised Episcopalian and my parents were so anti hell and brimstone that that was like not even really part of the <laughs> like 
my upbringing like and it just feels yeah. super abusive to make seven-year-olds scared of fire and brimstone like you're seven you should be swinging on a swing and like yeah. breaking your arm because you you know like climbed a tree too high not like yeah. having panic attacks about eternal damnation or like yeah. not being good enough to be resurrected <laughs> yeah well, and coming out of it you see it as a group control method like oh yeah that's you, you kind of see that like it they do it in several several ways it's like Fear of being separated from your family. Yeah. Forever and for an eternity. Fear of not people being, you know, mad at you, having bad feelings towards you, of that emotional separation, not only like a physical separation. Yeah, so totally. It's, it's like trying to scare you into staying in the group. It's very totally. cult like mentality. Can you, this is like the second week in a row where we've railed against conservative Christianity. <laughs> But it comes up a lot. People yeah. ask us a lot. And I think it's because yeah, you've been so open about your own journey, which is awesome. Yeah, and I'm thankful that people ask because um, it helps me keep verbalizing why I'm on this pathway. Yeah, totally. If it makes any sense. And it's like an and, ongoing path rather right. than something that you've like successfully dealt with every single emotion about. <laughs> and you're not alone in this, you know? Like, yeah. no one... So, especially because in that very conservative mindset you feel isolated and alone like you know you're cut off from your family you're not able to have that connection with them anymore but you know you're not as alone as what people want you to believe yeah you're not kind of isolated in your thought process you're not crazy for having these doubts and i i sincerely think if i had grown up in a like an episcopalian background or one that was more open i wouldn't be as Paganish. I would probably have like little like mysticalness <laughs> on it, but because I saw like the worst of it, it's like the whole poisoned apple has poisoned the whole barrel. Like I yeah. see the poison that's kind of spread throughout. And I'm not saying that everything is bad. I'm just saying it's too much all around for me. Yeah. At this point. So I I definitely have a bias going into this. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I would say like, you know, like I said before, just like list your limiting belief, then list like the evidence against that belief, and then list yeah. your affirmation that you can cling to when you have these scary things come up. Totally. And it, not that it's necessarily scary, but also like beliefs about yourself. Like, well, and just, and like, po- I like... I think limiting is the right word because it's not necessarily that it's scary or that it's like something that you won't be able to get through. It's just that right now you feel kind of trapped in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're being limited or like almost put on pause because right. you're like sort of cycling in this area. Yeah. So I guess if we wanted to pull cards for this, maybe like an area to focus on to get over this current hump and then following your strategy for like breaking through those barriers is really fantastic. Once she's gone through this hump. Yes. But maybe we should each pull a card for like an area to focus on to sort of get through this initial hump. Okay. Okay. I'm using she wolf tarot today because I was reminded by Holly on Sunday, how amazing this deck was. It is so good. I love she wolf, but it's also very summary. So I feel like a rebel, but hello, Southern Hemisphere listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm doing this for you. I, when you said it's kind of a summary deck, I was like, Oh, I guess it is. But I always think of it as being really, really like fall. Oh, really? Yeah. To be, I guess because of the tones and the desertness, like, I yeah, think I think summer. it's the deserty. Well, yeah. I, and that's so funny because the deserty makes me think of fall. That's really funny. <laughs> but I just love this deck because it's very, it's always very truthful with me. And so, yeah. So let's first draw a current limiting belief hump that she's. Oh, doing. yeah. Oh, yeah. We could each do a separate one. Yeah. And then that will flush this out a little bit. Okay. More. Okay. 
I just occurred to me, I could use this as a total spread. What the fuck, Esther? Like, <laughs> this could be a total spread, like, of something you're dealing with. Yeah. It's kind of, I have a, I used to sell a reading that was sort of similar to this, where I'd pull, like, two cards for current situation, a card for three different things that are blocking you from moving forward, and then three oh. cards for a path to move forward from there. But yeah. I never, like, wrote it as a spread, because I think that I co-opted it from someone else. I can't oh, okay. remember. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to be a plagiarist, Esther. Oh, you're so kind and thoughtful. <laughs> but it, it's really helpful because I think that, like, breaking through those blocks is good. I think yes. it's probably still available on Etsy, but you know that I don't sell readings anymore. I'm just too lazy <laughs> to take down my Etsy shop. Well, now you know, listeners, go buy some readings from Holly on Etsy to prove her wrong. <laughs> and when you do, I will literally do the, like, don't, and, like, smack my forehead. Like, ah, I forgot to take that down. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I love it. All right. So what did you get for one limiting belief? I got the eight of wands, which to me, like she's trying to do everything really fast. Yeah. Like totally heal yourself immediately. Yeah. And And I got the five of wands and the king of cups. And so I feel like there's maybe some conflict with like, you know, maybe the emotionally like I get okay sorry I really always don't want to say like oh there's a man in your life and he's uh-huh. like very emotionally secure and that's where the conflict is coming from there that could be the case but I'm feeling more like this is probably like there's a version of yourself that felt really really secure that was mm-hmm. existing in that previous mindset and so you're feeling conflict with becoming less emotionally stable and secure as you're sort of like changing your path. And so that conflict is with a version of yourself that's really established Mm -hmm. because you don't feel established in your current mindset. And that's why also the eight of wands would be showing up because you're like, well, I was feeling so stable. I'm feeling conflict with this version of myself, but I'm trying to move through it. And maybe that's happening too quickly too. I love that Holly. That was so good. And you also pulled two cards. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> don't think I didn't notice don't think I didn't notice <laughs> okay so next we're going to think of like pass forward or what she can do yeah what, how to what, break what, through those how barriers. to break through it okay it's gonna be like four of swords <laughs> let it go let it go just relax oh I pulled two again. Okay, fine. I have not. I'm still (laughs) shuffling with intention. I had to pull two because you were being too intentional (laughs) or something. (laughs) Which is, but I actually really like what I pulled. So I'm excited about this. Okay. So what did you pull? I pulled the 10 of cups and the king of swords. Okay. And the reason that I like that is that breaking through a, a sort of like past iteration of myself causing conflict And then, like, the step forward to allow yourself to sort of turn into this other, more rational king. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the king of cups maybe is, like, you know, going along, feeling good about things, like, not really thinking too hard about it. And you're transitioning into the king of swords, which is, like, incredibly rational. So Mm -hmm. it goes back to sort of what you were talking about, Esther, with, like... Like, sort of creating the counterpoint to the points that are sticking you up. It's sort mm-hmm. of, like, rationalizing your way through that. And then paired with the Ten of Cups is, like, remind yourself that you can still be part of a community. And you can mm-hmm. still be kind of, like, a leader in a community, even if it's not the same one that you previously felt like you were a leader in. Yes. And then to counteract my Eight of Wands, like, energy, I have the world, which is in She Wolf Tarot. It's Cosmic Union. 
and Eight of Swords. So it's just kind of like breaking free and realizing that this will come to an end, but it may, it will take you walking your steps slowly. And to me, it's like methodically with the Eight of Swords. You got two eights and I got two kings. I know. That's really interesting. It's good. I feel like that's really affirming that you're doing the right thing. Yes. There's just like some alignment with those two things. Yeah. Just don't, like, pressure yourself. The Eight of Swords, to me, is a non-pressuring walking forward. It's like a meticulous, careful walking forward. Yeah, totally. Totally. Awesome! Well, good luck, Deanna. Uh, I think that, like, Esther's exercise that she talked about is really cool and I feel like all of us could kind of take something from that. I mean, it works for, like, anything. Like, whether you're having, like, issues with money spiritual stuff yeah whatever anything anything. it's really good to kind of list it out deal with it and have an affirmation i love it but you know how i love affirmations it's like a constant thing for me i know (laughs) maybe that'll be a deck we eventually do i mean that's that's basic i was about to say that is basically you um manifesting before our very eyes a new deck yeah wildly affirmations that's really too long. We need a different name. But we'll we're gonna we're gonna wildly think about this. yes, wildly yes, <laughs> uh, yes is a synonym for affirmation. <laughs> really, really, isn't it? <laughs> wildly affirming. We'll see. We'll workshop we'll see. it. We're gonna workshop it. Thank you. I was I was trying to think of the word workshop, and I could not think of the word workshop <laughs> we'll at all. Brainstorm. We'll workshop. I was like, it. we're gonna we're gonna whiteboard it, Holly. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have like a cork board with red string and. <laughs> thumbtacks we're gonna connect the dots we're gonna come up with a name yes it's gonna be great all right so the next question is from sarah and sarah asks i have been having a hard time over the last month and haven't picked up the cards out of fear of what they'll tell me and also not knowing exactly what to ask do you ever experience this type of feeling and what do you do to work through it do you have any recommendations on where to start to get back into tarot. And yes, I do. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Mm. I think that the best strategy, if you're feeling a little bit of a funk, is always to do a monthly challenge on Instagram. Even if you just do it with yourself and you don't post anything to Instagram. Uh Because those are prompts that are not like... What should, you know, like the enchanted mega headspread charge with you? Yeah, exactly. Like some of them are designed to be more emotionally charged, but none of them are meant to be like well, the ones that I find are not meant to be divinatory. They're meant to right. be developmental. And also some of them are just kind of fun. Like the, like uh Lionheart's December oh, tarot yes. or December tarot challenge is super fun. And it's kind of like about yeah. taking stock of 2019 and moving into 2020. This is like the perfect time to be doing something like that because it's not really saying like, how is this situation going to end up? It's just right. saying like, pull, make sure you're pulling cards every day. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. I, on the other hand, become a hermit with the cards and don't touch anything. Yeah. you. I mean, you definitely don't have to do that. I think oh, yeah, it's normal no, no. <laughs> to have ebbs and flows. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I'm trying to think. I think I went through the, a time of, like, burnout this past summer, I want to say, when I was, like, moving and all this stuff. So it was, like, inconvenient to touch cards until, you know, unless we were, like, doing podcast-related stuff. Yeah. And so just for myself, I didn't read any cards for myself during that time. I would read for other people, but just not for myself. And I think I kind of got over that partially by getting decks that I like that I'm naturally drawn to. Like, if that yeah. makes any sense. Like, a, a deck that kind of makes you excited. Like, you see it and you're automatically, your, like, eyes light up. Is it not the most us thing in the world to be like, the way to get over it is to buy a new buy deck? Buy more decks. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, be, or ask somebody to give you a deck. Yeah. 
But I do think that helps because I we've I, we both have been. I mean, a lot of your kickstarters have been getting to my house, so hey. you haven't probably seen them yet. No, but, I haven't seen them yet. But um, when, because I supported so many kickstarters earlier in the summer, and this is the month where they're all kind of getting to me. It's been really interesting because I found myself wanting to touch all of the decks more. Oh, because okay. I think that, I mean, like we've talked about before, the summer was really hard for both of us for a lot of reasons. We made Mm -hmm. it through. But when we were having these, like, experiences over the summer where everything felt just, like, way too intense, like, the first time I pulled cards about my cousin and, like, how to deal with grief about my cousin was, like, literally two weeks ago. Like, I'd pull a card here or there, but, like, two weeks ago was, like, the first time where I was, like, okay, I need to actually, like, work through some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he passed away in June. So I yeah. think that it's normal to like give yourself when you're going through really stressful times, like a little bit of a break. Oh yeah. But if you're still learning and you are like, I need to keep doing tarot, even though I'm like too overwhelmed to read for myself, doing something like a challenge or pulling cards for people on Instagram stories or whatever is a way for you to still kind of like get your hands on the cards and get the meanings flashing through your brain, even mm-hmm. without doing like full blown readings for yourself. Yeah. I think that that sort of like emotionally de- detachment is really important in like yeah. not not reading for yourself because you know that anytime you pull cards, it's going to be like the five of cups, the five of pentacles, the two of, you know, swords. Oh my gosh. Sort of Mara what? pulled cards yesterday. I was packing up some wildly tarot decks to go out to the wildlings. And Mara was playing with one of my like previously opened decks and she does Uh not read tarot. Mara is my friend that's been staying with us for the last couple of weeks. She does not read tarot, but I've been reading tarot for her a lot. And she was like, what is Max uh, week going to be like in Karma Valley? And she pulled the five of cups and she was like reading the the words. (laughs) And it's just like, like loss and sadness. And because our, my parents' dog just died. She was like, it's too real. Mac is going to feel so sad. I think that will be fine because she, oh, oh my God. I, okay, Esther, you can what? cut this, but I have to send you a picture of what she's Okay, just, send me a picture. How she's laying. Okay. I may or may not upload it into the show notes because I think that is possible because Faded Mates uploads pictures into their podcast notes. So, dear listener, <laughs> look forward to this picture in the podcast notes. She just stood up, circled around three times, and laid back down with her nose fully in the crack of the chair so that her eyes are not, like, experiencing any brightness. <laughs> she's like i'm just tired and i'm tired of you waking me up so early in the morning for this she's like a tiny tiny little ball oh my goodness maggie okay i am anticipating this picture let me see oh my gosh she looks like a small little chihuahua in this pose I holly know, i know but she's not she's a she's big not. old monster she is a very big She's just so sleepy. It's so cute because this is like a, just a regular chair. Like it's not huge, but she does look so miniature in it. She just looks like a very small dog. (laughs) Mac, I'll take one where you can see my, for once in my freaking life, empty uh, laundry area too. Holly is currently being a dance mom. She's a perfect angel. She's going to be a star. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. What was I even saying? <laughs> Talking about Mara pulling cards, like how oh, yeah, we can't but, emotionally read for ourselves. But that was really fun because she was using our deck and it was cool to see somebody with no experience kind of like getting something out of it in oh, that way. I, love I was that. like, yay, this is exactly yay, what I was hoping for. This actually works the way we want it to work, Ollie. Exactly. And now I have to give you this deck because it had already been opened and it's yours now. <laughs> yeah. And you touched it. You've read with it. It is now yours. Yeah. And I'm my tarot. Tarot. Tarot evangelism just came out full force. I'm like, you have to own this. Just now. take it. Now you take it. It's- but I'd been setting the groundwork for that for a while because I also gave her um, for her room the like wiser little sleepy cards oh, yes, with yes, the yes, moons yes, yes. on them that are just like kind of like, like nice bedtime time, affirmations. Bedtime, yeah. Because I think that that really helps sort of put yeah. your mind, your spinning mind, like, on a task. Yes. Yes. So, anyway. I love it. But, yes. Uh, oh, we should pull cards for this question from a listener, which we yeah. promise that's a premise of this freaking podcast. And yet. And yet we have not abound. delivered so far. So, Sarah, what, what should we do for Sarah? I guess like, we could kind of do the forward? same thing. Like, we could do blocks from tarot and then steps to get through those blocks for tarot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize we sort of had a theme. Oops. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that, but hey. <laughs> Normally, I like to do the opposite, which is not have two questions that have similar content. But whoops. Oh, well. Oh, well. So Good first, job, we're going Pat to talk Holly. about the block. Yes. And why don't we just read it together instead of two separate blocks? Okay. And I'll just pull one single card, and you just pull one single card. I will not promise this at all. <laughs> You're like, I'm not the problem, Holly. <laughs> oh. Interesting. What did you get? The Eight of Wands again. And I, and I had the shuffled. Of cups again. And I oh. shuffled. <laughs> I shuffled really well. You could hear me. Okay. I've probably deleted all of the shuffling nervously in the background. <laughs> but, dear listener, please trust I have shuffled like for five minutes straight while Holly's been talking. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just maybe kind of like a consistent it's, thing. But in yeah. this case, I actually feel like, like the Ten of Cups is more about there being like so many possibilities that you're almost like overwhelmed by the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the 10 of cups is like, look at how much I can accomplish with tarot. Like, look at how much growth I can get to. And if that, it feels really intimidating, then that would make mm-hmm. a lot of sense why you would like not really be able to do it. Right. And of course, accompanying with the eight of wands, you're just trying to go too fast and you're not emotionally like, I don't want to say you're not emotionally ready, but at the same time, the Eight of Wands means, like, you're trying to hurry up yourself. And that's not the space that you need to be in right now. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's pull cards for how to break through that. Oh, the Lovers. Aw. Buy a deck that you really love. Two, three, yeah, four, five, exactly. six, seven. <laughs> it's like... And I got the Queen of Swords. Which I think is, like, really good because the Queen of Swords is very, like, she knows herself. She gets through things, like, any like the Eight of Swords before, like, very methodical thinking, yeah. very calm, rational sort of mindset. Like, calm waters, very still waters. Yeah, so, totally. Kind of, I don't want to say aspire to that, but that's sort of the emotional attitude to kind of see at the moment. And well, kind and of maybe, embrace. like, also rather than putting all this pressure on tarot to sort of be, like, a ten of cups for you, like, you know, all of these, like, ex- sort of, like, more, like, the ten of cups as a pressure cooker almost. Mm-hmm. Like, allowing the queen of swords to sort of cut through some of that, like, emotional significance that you're putting on tarot mm-hmm. might be helpful, too. I love that. Awesome. Do we have anything else we want to add? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, now it's time for announcements. 
Announcements, announcements, announcements. <laughs> I like singy Esther. That's Thank very you. fun for me. <laughs> so we have a couple of announcements. One is we're doing a month of giveaways on our Instagram for Wildly Tarot Podcast. We have a bunch of our favorite books and decks for the year that we are going to be giving away. Obviously, that's what that means. These are a few of our favorite things. Yeah, it's like stuff that we've really, really loved over loved. the course of the year. Some of it is stuff that we have reviewed on the podcast. Uh, at least one of the things is just something that we like. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> we are not opposed to like giving away stuff we love. <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're doing this this big giveaway. Uh, you should start following us on Instagram now if you aren't already just to like keep up to date with what that plan is. Um, and we're really excited about it because we freaking love Yule and we want to share the spirit of Yule by giving some of our fun favorite things away. Yeah. Cause we love, I mean like Holly gives away tons of shit all the time. And, and I have another one that I have to give away because I was sent the deck by the publisher and I forgot to cancel my pre-order, which has happened yeah. to me twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But actually I, with Antique Anatomy, I did it on purpose because I wanted to support. Because you needed every single edition. Now do you need uh, yeah. the French edition, right? I know. Are going to buy the French edition? Both the French one and I was like, oh no. I saw, no, no. I saw the French Anatomy one like. I have to buy. <laughs> I saw the French one like a month ago because I follow a few um, listeners who live in France and I was like, oh no, do I tell Holly about this? Is it a French? edition and i was like no the book is just in french it's okay don't tell her it's okay it's fine <laughs> she doesn't no, even know it's yet. too late i saw it and i was like oh dang dang yeah <laughs> so yes it's just a bunch of stuff that we have loved so we just like so, to share that with other people exactly so that's our first announcement our second announcement is that we have ordered a bunch of new wildly tarot decks Without any errors, which was freaking amazing. I swear to God, when I was checking that deck, I was like hyperventilating until (laughs) I got through all of the tens and I was like, we're good. So we have a couple of our decks with errors left. We have like resolved it. We send you additional cards so you can kind of like take out the wrong ones. Um, But when we run out of our decks with errors, they are no longer going to be on sale. So right now it's like, I think five five dollars off or something yes no. it's like 22 instead of 20 okay so something. like three dollars off yeah three dollars off yeah. so right now they're on sale but when we run out of the error decks we will be bumping the price back up to the regular price which is 25 dollars for people who aren't patreon supporters and also our wildly tarot bags that our friend jenna from moonlit Fay created are still available so yeah. if you Want to use a Wildly Tarot bag for basically anything that's a small deck. You can use it for Compendium of Constellations. You can use it for any Lenormand deck. You can use it for a whole bunch of stuff. Those are still available, and you can find that via Instagram. Uh, and we'll I have the link in my profile still. So you oh, can just perfect. go into my profile and click the link, and you're there. Was there any other announcements? I guess just our Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters, then. yay! Unless you have any other announcements to make. Where did my phone go? Oh, here's my phone. Okay, I found my phone. Do not worry. I have a phone. Do we not are fear. good. We are good. Okay. So Patreon shout outs. I need a deck. I'm going to get Yes, we do. Oh my gosh. I'll pull for Jen, our only Jen of the week. Okay. I'm going to switch to Muse Tarot. Ooh, yes. that's fun. Yeah. It finally broke in last week. And so now I can shuffle it without like clipping my nails. I so. have well, I have Muse Tarot on my bedside table, and then because we bought the backup deck, I also have one down here, and I feel like the most like intense version extra of yourself. version of myself. 
<laughs> I love it. I have not opened the second one, but oh, but I shall tell you a story. I was an idiot. And you know how I like to manifest with tarot cards? Yes. And how Muse Tarot came with the replacement card for one of the play- cards of the deck. Yes, the Empress. I thought I had reached for the bad card. And so I started writing on the back and I had reached shut up, for shut the up, replacement. Shut up, shut up, shut up, no, shut up. not even lying. Oh, no. no. I know. I realized that after I was like, wait, this is a three. The Empress is three. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So now I'm actually em- that, now I'm actually manifesting self-love with the Empress. Yeah, no kidding. The actual not Empress, not the stare. fake Empress. So I guess it's going to work out anyway. Maybe extra powerful, whatever. But I'm just like. Damn it, Esther. This is the, like anytime I man like I, I read for myself, it's like, Esther, you're the eight of wands. I'm like, yeah, I know. This is confirmation. I'm very eight <laughs> you're, of wandsy. You're with being my magic. too rash. I am. All right. So my card for Jen is the Four of Pentacles. Oh, I actually, I think I mentioned someone last week. I actually like the Four of Pentacles. So, because it's not like a pot, everyone takes it as like really negative. I'm like, no, you're conserving energy. You're, you're self loving yourself. yourself. Exactly. Okay. And for Christine, your card is the Two of Materials, which is the Two of Pentacles. Awesome. Jeannie, your card is what's happening here? Was that just one? Yes, the Page of Cups. And Jesse, your card is Justice. Ooh. Justice. Awesome. So if you want to support us on Patreon, we really, really appreciate it. It makes it so that we can do things like support Kickstarters for decks that people want us to talk about and upgrade equipment and just like keep doing this in a real way. So we appreciate it a lot. Um, And we post a bunch of stuff there. So most recently, like Esther alluded to earlier, we did a walkthrough of my sort of sacred space. Esther's mm-hmm. posting a walkthrough of her sacred space this week. We also have bonus episodes. If you liked the Tara Wildly little like card snippet episodes, we're continuing to go through the minor arcana on Patreon. Um, and we know and- that it's like a- the holiday season and we appreciate everyone who's giving all their hard earned dollars to us. Like we really oh, yeah. do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We're so grateful for you. And love. if you don't want to commit to a monthly thing, which is understandable, we do have a one-time donation listing in our shop at wildlytarot.com so if you just you know are feeling generous or whatever you we said something you really liked <laughs> yeah <laughs> for once <laughs> for once you're like oh finally they got it right here's some here's five dollars that would yeah. be fine too we love it yes we do so grateful for any contribution yeah, exactly we love our patreon supporters and everyone else for that matter and so that's our show don't forget to send us your questions you can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com including a handy form with which to submit questions and also tell your friends about us and write and review us it helps us grow and we really really appreciate it when you and do that we got a us. new review that was really fun to read and you should go check it out oh I will go check it out. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And as we already mentioned, you can support us on Patreon. We would love your support. So thank you for allowing this podcast to grow in ways that we did not think was possible when we first started. Yeah, exactly. And because we have been buying all the decks and books we've been reviewing, but Patreon has allowed it so that we have a little bit more flexibility in that we can do things yeah. like cool new decks that are upcoming or that maybe one of us is a little bit more skeptical about or whatever. And it's super yes. fun. <laughs> yeah. And remember go forth and tear wildly this week. We love, we you, so love much. you so much. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.